Hey, 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 listeners. Welcome back to the True Life and Abundance podcast. Where abundance is more than money. And we want to thank you so much for coming back this Thursday for another episode. And like always, I'm going to start off with today's quote. And it goes, life and death, they are somehow sweetly and beautifully mixed. And that's by Gloria Swanson. And oh, I forgot, we forgot to introduce introduce <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> I think I'm Lenora. I'm Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we will be talking about life insurance and about this beautiful thing that we call life and when it comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Basically, life insurance is important for all of us to have um, because it helps protect our loved ones after our time on earth has finished. And I have three things here of the reason why you should get life insurance. And it's because, number one, it will protect your spouse and children, if you have them, um, from potentially devastating financial losses that could result and when something happens to you. Um, and also number two, it could be an income replacement. It can do things such as pay your mortgage, pay, continue to pay the mortgage. Um, you can take time off from work. You don't have to worry about rushing back to work um, when your loved one has passed. Because people grieve differently. Some people like to go back to work immediately because mm-hmm. they don't like to sit and deal with the pain and others don't. And then you, you want to be able to be able to have that flexibility of that you go back if you want to and if you don't you don't have to yep and then also it can do things such as cover child care um health care it could cover tuition it can eliminate household debt it can preserve a family business if you have one and it also can be a tax-free benefit so your family don't have to worry about paying taxes on it after you die so uncle sam and got his hand in that no, not at all. <laughs> and he got his hand in everything. I mean everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what she said, what Lenora said was right. Um, life insurance is very important. But uh one thing I wanted to point out, uh life insurance is not only a death benefit, it is also a living benefit. It depends on what type of policy you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different types of uh, ins- uh, life insurance and I can go over that but first I will say um, I am a licensed life insurance agent I am licensed in multiple states um, so I am help- able to help people in um, multiple states in the country so I do have some knowledge in this area <laughs> but you would definitely want to talk to someone personally to see what suits your life and because coverage varies from person to person and you want coverage to make sure that it is beneficial to how much money you currently are bringing in and what's going to cover your expenses not just for a funeral or um, your mortgage or anything like that but you want to make sure it's covering um leaving a legacy behind for your children, um, spouse, husband or wife, 
um, you it could do so many different things for you. And if you plan right and have a certain type of policy, which I will get into, you could even use it for retirement if you so choose. So with that being said, Lenore, do you have anything else you want to add before we get into it? Yeah, so I just had some different type of insurances as well and some mm-hmm. definitions um, of different type of insurance. Me, personally, I do lean towards more to the term life um, insurance just because it is the, the most cheapest one out of the policies. It tends to be the cheapest one, but also because for term life insurance, um, you buy it for like a specific amount of years and like hopefully after those years are up, hopefully hopefully you are self-insured to where you don't need insurance anymore to where you'll have enough of money in your bank account and in your assets um, that you have put properly in an estate planning. And we'll talk about that in a little bit to where you don't have to worry about being um have an insurance policy anymore but that's my personal preference you definitely will want to look that up and see if that's something that you would be something that you would like for you and your family as well also another one is whole life those are two of the most like popular insurances is whole life and if that's a more permanent um, policy it does have a cash value investment and it's a tax deferred savings account with it there's also the universal life insurance this one is it's like it's flexible but it's permanent it's a permanent policy as well and it gives you the flexibility to increase or decrease um, how much you pay in premiums and the difference is just withdrawn from the policy's cash value There's also variable life insurance. This is a permanent type of coverage as well. This allows you to invest um, money from your cash value. And I think Shannon is going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, Into various funds that the insurance policy, that the insurance company have. And also another final insurance policy I'll talk about is just the final expense insurance, also known as burial insurance. This one is just a much more smaller insurance policy. This one only covers things as such as uh, like funeral arrangements and burial. This one is more so geared towards those that are um, elderly and are you just not trying to replace their income or anything. You're just trying to have the proper insurance um, for when their time comes that they're no longer with us that you will have the insurance there to be able to bury them properly. Yes. So, yeah. So what do you think about those? So, um, again, I lean with me, I lean more towards a whole life policy, um, which my family, all my children, my husband and I are covered by a whole life outside of my husband's work insurance um because we i am building my children's um whole life insurance policy for a cash value for them uh, when they turn 18 21 however we decide to divvy up that money if they wanted to get cash out of there um to use for needs as 
businesses or whatever may come along. Uh, that was my plan just to kind of give them a head start for something I didn't have just in case. Um, so we all have um, those policies for that reason. Uh, later on down the road, I want to be able to have this stream of in income for myself and my husband. We can use our money as we please as well. But um, so that's why we lean towards whole life. And um, you did touch really on both how whole life and term are different. Um, I like to say, and a lot of other insurance agents like to say, term life is like renting. You pay the money, but you don't own it. Whole life is uh, more like owning. Once you pay it, you can, uh, it's, it's yours. You can have equity, so to speak, into it. So you have that money coming back to you if you um, so choose. Um, so I do have my reasons for leaning towards. Now, there's so many different ways you can work uh, different policies. Like I said, it's depending on how you, what suits your lifestyle. And if I'll never tell someone that term is not good and I'll never tell someone that whole life is better. Um, right. Only because I, I'm a type of person when it comes to somebody's financial needs, I, I assess that first and then I, I don't look for a sale. I look for what can benefit you because I don't want anybody to ever leave me feeling cheated or that they feel like they made the wrong choice. So we always assess the need. That's why I create budgets for people and make sure they can even afford a policy mm -hmm. in the first place before they even get one. Um, some people will just push a policy knowing that the person can't even afford one and that's not how I operate but um, you always want to make sure you get someone who's just not looking for a sale, but looking for a uh, your best interest. That's good. Yes. So um, with uh, Universal Life Insurance, uh, which are a great uh, insurance, uh, but what I will say for people, um, Universal Insurance is almost like a branch of whole life. It's, it's a whole life insurance policy, but it kind of does something different. Uh, so to speak, um, it does accumulate the cash value and everything. Uh, but some of these policies and people will try to um, get you uh, are for people who are making a certain amount of money. I will I will say that uh, certain po and you can get a universal life, but your return won't be as great as someone else who's making way more money than you. Of course, is what you put in is what you get out. Mm. Um, some people can dump. 50000 a year for three years into a universal life policy and it's paid off. And then once it's paid off after those three years, I'm just saying some, some numbers. These are not just exact because I'm not running these yet. But if you do, you let's say you dump 50000 in every year. And once you pay that off, you don't ever have to pay it again. It's paid up, but that money still accumulates. And it could accumulate after 20 years to $2 million. And a lot of those universal life policies are doing that. And that's the beauty oh. of that. And you can pull that money. That's nice. It's, yeah, and it's yours. So always look at the numbers and look at what suits your pockets first. You can always start off one way and then grow and move your money somewhere else. Uh, like if you have a term policy and you want a whole life, sometimes they can become, a lot of times they can be converted into a whole life. That way that money is not gone, hasn't gone to waste. Um, 
and it continues on and it grows that cash value. If you need to, if you have a whole life policy and you want to split up your policy and say, hey, it's costing me too much for this whole life, you can do half whole, half term, and it's going to, for the same amount. And you're going to, for the same, save your amount is 700000 and you can split that up. Um, 350, 350, uh, 350 term for 350 whole, and you're going to still grow that cash value, but it'll be a cheaper premium. So there's different ways to suit your budget. Um, so always think about that. And I just want to talk about, I know I just ran over like certain things, but it's certain topics of life insurance people won't talk about because they are trying to get a sale. And I can't stress that, stress that enough. Just make sure it's someone who has your best interest, but with life insurance, I always see um, people who don't think it's important and it's your right to not feel feel like it's not important. However, if you know that something were to happen to you right now and you know that you don't have a savings and you don't have money to bury yourself or you don't have nothing to leave behind that you want it, then you may need to consider uh, a policy uh, so that stress at least with you gone, that stress is not there of how are we going to pay for it? Because they're already grieving a loved one. Why would you add an extra stress on them? And that's why I like to look at things. It's not fair to your family to add that extra stress. And um, no one wants to, <laughs> I, I know me, I don't want to leave behind my family with yeah, absolutely. me and then it's like well how are we going to pay for this so they have to put their grief on pause and put things on pause just to stress about another thing that really could have been avoided because I did my part as a as a mother or wife or sister and said this is what, how much I have this is where my policy is and this is you know and everything squared away and on that end that will make it a little bit better for your family yeah, I agree. You know, I'm not really sure of, you know, who made GoFundMe. You know, I think it, I think it is great. Um, I have definitely donated to different calls, and you know, mm-hmm. people have passed away. I have donated, you know, to their GoFundMe accounts or whatever. And I'm definitely not putting no, nobody down who have used it for this reason. But you made me think of it when you were talking. Is you don't want you want to be if somebody start a GoFundMe when you're gone, it's because that that's just extra money that your friends or family or coworkers or whoever are putting together for me. But you don't want to be depending on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like um for me, I remember um going to a funeral some years ago. And this is what really stuck out for me. So this this is really recent within the last three years. Um, I remember watching the person for years and I always thought that they had like so much money and I always thought that they, you know, like just had their life together. Uh Um, Unfortunately, they got sick, uh, got cancer and, you know, the, the cancer, you know, they went down really fast after that. And when they passed away, it's like we're scrambling, you know, the family's scrambling for the money and stuff like that to bury them. And it just became like just a bunch of, you know, it was, it became very chaotic mm-hmm. and it was just very sad to see and to watch. And um, I remember like, just like 
really just staring in, at the obituary for like long periods of time because, you know, I haven't no been knowing the person for a really long time anyway. So it was very surreal to me. But I was like, as I studied the obituary, I'm like, wow, even in the pictures in the obituary, this person looked like they had it all together. They had on like a lot of jewelry mm -hmm. and all the pictures and they just looked at like, you know, just very polished. And I'm like, I just couldn't believe it. Like that when their time came that they didn't have the money that it looked like they had when they were alive, you mm -hmm. know? So you definitely want to, like I said, there are some policies that can be um, really inexpensive. So you definitely want to see what you can afford, but mm -hmm. definitely don't want your family to be out here have to do a GoFundMe for you or have to you know wash cars or take out loans bake or take out loans or whatever just please just whatever you could do you know if you could just spare that little 20 40 dollars a month I promise you mm -hmm. you won't miss it and your family will be so thankful and like Shannon was saying you know definitely let them know if you have a policy where is it at because that's there's another thing, another person I knew, like she had insurance, but didn't know her family had to like tear up her house like three, four times just to find it, you know. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to let them know, hey, it's in this particular binder is, you know, whatever. This is yeah. where I have it at, you know, in a, in a safe spot where you, you know, you probably don't want to have it plastered on the wall, but definitely... <laughs> want it to be in a spot that's easy accessible as well and you definitely want to tell those closest to you about it yeah and also um go ahead i'm sorry you were gonna say something no i was just saying yeah i was agreeing with you <laughs> all right yeah so definitely uh, i did some little research here and according to the resorts um a Forbes advisory survey on life insurance, at least three in four American adults do have life insurance. And also women are twice as likely to lack life insurance. I thought that was interesting. And approximately 106 million American adults are either living without life insurance or, or underinsured. What are your thoughts about that? Um, those numbers are really not that, um, I guess shocking to me because I know it's so many that's lacking, um, mm. so many in the African-American community. Yeah, definitely. Those numbers, our numbers are always disproportionately high always, when it comes always. to us in every category. Um, yep. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was definitely, that's one of the reasons why I got into the industry because I was doing a homework assignment back in, this is when I was getting my associates and it was, mm -hmm. it was a death and dying class and it was talking about how we did not have it. And I said, well, you know what, let me go try to get my license so I can try to reach people because I know now I know more because I didn't think much about it either at that point. All right. And then I was like, I can reach people and try to help them too, because we need to know about this. We mm -hmm. need to be covered. So, yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, that was the, the loved one I'm talking about I passed away in 2019. So then I ran and got insurance at the beginning of 2020. And mm -hmm. so I was like, 
that was like it was such a wake up call to me you know so yeah it's definitely new for me so I'm definitely not uh thinking I'm all that or sitting high and low but just definitely saying like hey this is so real and then I have another story of something total opposite where I saw a loved one passed away and the family didn't even want, you know, they didn't want flowers. And then they was like, Hey, the flowers in lieu of flowers, you know, you could donate to this particular place. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's all on what, um, you know, like on people's tombstones, it always have that, you know, your birthday and your death date is all, what you do in that dash in the middle, it really counts, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really counts on what you do and how you, you know, how you set your family up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, the other loved one, they were able to, you know, not need any donations or anything. And I'm sure people did, but they, you know, to say that they wanted all those donations to go towards, you know, a fund instead of going right. towards them because they didn't need it. Right. So, and that's a blessing because, you know, having your ducks in a row is important. And I, I would like to say, I know talking about death is hard for a lot of people. I know it's scary. I know no, none of us wants to die. We We want to think that you know, I want to just think about all happy stuff, but honestly, those hard conversations have to happen. They really need to happen with your, your with your parents, with your children if you're older, with your you know loved ones. Just you have to have these hard conversations about death, and it's not like you know you're sitting around talking about this is how I want to go out. No, you're gonna talk about you want to talk about. This is where my, like you were saying, my policy is, this is where I want to be buried. This is what I want for me. And um, if this happens, this is what I want done. Like we, those conversations need to be had because there's so many situations and legal fights people have. Yeah. After people die, Mm -hmm. when somebody's on their deathbed, there's legal fights that people have that can be avoided. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so true yeah so I'm glad you brought that up so that definitely you know lead us into um, estate planning mm-hmm. so estate planning is a road map for making sure that your wishes are carried out when you pass away or are unable to make decisions for yourself it consists of multiple different documents that help outline your healthcare wishes, how you like your assets and possessions to be distributed, and it can even um, name who you like to take care of your children, dependent, and even your pets. Mm-hmm. And the documents um, include things such as your last will, a living will, a trust a medical and financial power of attorney, of course, your life insurance policy and beneficiary forms to your assets. Mm-hmm. And this can help you from avoid being in probate and allows your assets yes. to be paid directly to your loved ones. Um, yeah, because you definitely do not want your family members. And you could say, oh, not my family, but yes, your family and my family probably would do it too. So you definitely... Mm-hmm will want to say, hey, this is what I want, you know, mama to get this, husband to get that, mm-hmm. you know, this person to do this, this person to do that, especially 
too like if you have like a blended family as well yeah um you definitely will want to outline things uh you don't want to just assume that your uh spouse would do those things for mm-hmm. your uh kids and they may do and they may not but you right. just definitely want to just make it known mm-hmm. of what you would want for your um your kids um whether they're from a different partner or from them um, because we all know and have heard of the stories of celebrities that have died without a will or an estate planning in place and some of them just to name a few are Prince, James Brown and poor James Brown they ain't buried that man for like <laughs> months that's not funny but girl that yeah. man was sitting on the cooler board for I don't right. know how long <laughs> <laughs> That was a mess. That was yes. a mess. Auntie Aretha Franklin. They said she had like stuff written down on pieces of paper. Yeah. Like, like in her couch or something. I ma'am. mean, come on. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. That's really old. I mean, listen, excuse me if you're older, but older people <laughs> sometimes sometimes don't be trusting. <laughs> older black people don't be trusting. The system. And so they be like, no. They don't know how to find it. It's gonna be in this couch cushion. Like, no, we can't even read the writing no more. They couldn't even read the writing. So that was that was a mess. Um, Michael Jackson, Amy Whitehouse, and recently we have seen uh takeoff parents in the news of mm-hmm. his untimely death of his mom and dad mm-hmm. fighting over his assets. Um, yeah. so I mean these are celebrities that we that I were able to research but it happened in everyday yeah. life too you know these their, their stories are just published I know families I just don't want to bring them up just for you know their privacy of that mm-hmm. I've known who did that but guys this is so real and we're definitely saying this like because we want to say it as like a 911 like please Please let your family know I want who to get what. Like, people couldn't read your mind while you were here on Earth, and we're sure not going to be able to read your mind when you're gone. Exactly. And also, with the um, estate planning, um, it's not... If you're in a coma, listen, guys, this is super important. These are advanced directives and very important stuff. If you're in a coma because of a car wreck or a stroke or whatever the case is, and you know in your heart, I don't want them to pull the plug because people come out of coma in six months or three days, and you got a spouse or a mama or a sister, and they're like, this costs too much. I'm pulling the plug. Like, you, that stuff has to be written down so you can say, I want to do not resuscitate or I want to be resuscitated. I want you to keep me on life support for a year or forever. Like, I, you, this stuff has to be written down because if you want to come out that coma, or if you feel like if I get in that coma, I want to stay and see how long, then you need to let people, because some people either will let go too soon or be like, I don't want to ever let go. And they're going to leave you on a coma for 10 years. You know what I mean? Like you got to let people know. Cause some people really don't want to, some people say I'm old or I'm too sick. If I, if I, if I go down, do not resuscitate. Those are important to know. Right. So if you have, if you don't have 
anything written down, if you don't have anything in in writing that's by an attorney, guys, go to an attorney. We're not attorneys. Right. Let, you know, to be official document, that needs, that's important for people to know. So go for those reasons too. It's not just after you die. It could be something that could be life saving Mm -hmm. or it could be something that can be, um, I don't want this happens. I don't want. I don't want to live if I have half of a if my legs are gone. Like, and I wake up and I'm in a coma. Like, you never know what people want. You know, but some mm-hmm. people, some family members are like, I don't care if they're in a coma. I want them to stay here. I'm gonna come see them every day. Like, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. some people can't let go. So right. you might have to make that decision for them ahead of time because we don't know what's gonna happen to mm-hmm. us. We yeah. don't know when or what. So it preparing for that and it's hard. Get it over with and then it's done with and then you can live your life again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just get this stuff handled. True. So quick question I do want to ask you. Okay, so say for instance, if you were in a coma, what would you want your family to do? Oh, wait. Come hold my hand. Wait, how long? So it depends. So I... I want to wait. I don't want to wait years. Like I probably two years at the most. And guys, I will be honest with you. Um, I have me and my husband have discussed these things. Uh, but and there's a big but because I'm over here preaching to y'all. I'll be honest. I do not have a living will or a advanced directive. I am working on getting that. But I have discussed these things with my husband. But like two years at the most. But and it depends on how it happens. Um, so yeah, at the most two years. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in there forever, but the max time for me is two years. And then yeah, there's other things, but uh, you need to work with an attorney to do this because again, like you said, you know, I talked to my husband. We know each other's plans and wishes. Uh, we both want to be cremated and everything. However. When people die, people get, uh, the living gets crazy. Yeah. They get crazy. You know, some people are not even necessarily crazy. You just, you forget because you're, you could be in a state of such shock that mm-hmm. your mind is not even working right. That's true. But, yeah. So. I've definitely told my daughter, uh, fold me up and put me in the box. Like the <laughs> smallest box you could find. Cause I won't <laughs> feel a thing. Right. I'll spend all right. that money on no fancy dancing girl yes funeral. girl, girl keep that money in your pocket don't spend all that money on mm-hmm. on no funeral for me uh just the cheapest dress you could find at the thrift store girl what you, you said say i ain't gonna have no dress <laughs> just what <laughs> well yeah you gonna have a funeral girl put a picture of me up at a church and say she was a good person and y'all go about your way pay this pastor a hundred dollars oh lord a hundred dollars i don't know how much you pay up you know i haven't had to thank god have to thank deal god, with that right. like my granddad passed but you know my with my granddad and, and his wife because she wasn't my grandmother but right. he they were they were together you know they were financially uh and they had their affairs in order when right. i say when we I didn't have it. to worry about nothing he died um and she had everything covered they had insurance they had everything taken care of i didn't have to my mom didn't have to like nobody had to do anything it was already there when she died like six months later six eight months later 
everything was together. Like their affairs were in order. Oh, and no one had to to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was there. I, I came into town. I cried and did my grief. I didn't have to come into town and pitch in money. I had to come into town and try to do any of that. They knew where they wanted to be. Who the funeral home? They knew everything. Mm-hmm. So it was. It made it a lot easier. I mean, me trying to grieve my granddad and then. You know, girl, you out there trying to cook dinners and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wash cars. Yeah, why sell plates and stuff? It's like no. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's tough. That's definitely tough. And I, I couldn't imagine. I definitely, uh, you know, praying for anybody who has done it, or you know, if somebody was to pass in the near future before you get these things in order, you know, my heart do go out to you if you do yes. have to do those things in the near future. As yes. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do know that that is tough and like I said I do know people that have needed to do those things and uh, you know I definitely pitched in whenever I could if mm-hmm. I needed to if I needed uh, you know I ain't cooking no food but if I need to pack it, roll up some forks or something <laughs> that I could do that you know? yeah if I need to wipe a car down I will do that uh, you know I'm gonna do whatever mm-hmm. I can to help yeah yeah. So anyway, is there anything, any last words on this topic before we get to our questions for the night? No, I just would say reach out to someone you know that is yes. in the industry. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you need to talk to me, I don't charge to talk. I don't charge for any advice just to get you all going. Um, we can definitely do that. Again, I am not an attorney. I do not do estate planning. Yeah. But I do do life insurance. And if you need just even a quote, quotes are free. Just we can do that. So mm-hmm. that's my last word is to say, just get started. It's it's a tough conversation. But, oh, insurance outside of your job. Yes. Insurance if you leave, if and when you leave your job, they fire you, you leave, whatever the case is, it, yeah. you can't take it with you. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you say, I have a policy at work, it's $5 and I get $400,000. Good for you. However, if they fire you, you get nothing of that. So you're mm-hmm. out, you got to go find somebody. So have an outside policy. Always have an outside policy. Mm-hmm. So that is my last word. I always tell everybody, have an outside policy. Yep. I agree. Yep. All right. That's good stuff there. All right. So question number one. Of the evening. Do you like going to the movies or prefer watching them at home? So I am split on this. So with my little boy, he's a big boy now. When he was little, we always used to go to the movies. And I loved to do that with him. It was our Mm -hmm. bonding time. Mm -hmm. But um, now I I could just stay home. But my daughter's getting older and now I see stuff even though she can't go yet because who anybody got time for that but <laughs> I would love to go I like going with my children like I don't really I don't really have to go with my husband we could just watch them at home together but with my children I just uh, I love it so yeah okay Split. <laughs> yeah that's good me too I love going to the movies so I love movie theater popcorn um <laughs> They don't like they don't sell the type of water that I like, so I always have to sneak, I know. sneak in my own water. But <laughs> Dasani, like who's drinking that? Uh, thank you. Tastes like Seriously. metal. 
<laughs> like, who is drinking Dasani? Not me, sir. No. Um. So I do love, like I said, I love the movie theater, popcorn, and the butter, and all that type of good jazz. Um. And me and my daughter, we do love going to to watch movies in the movie theater. Um. Mm-hmm. We can watch them at home too. Um, we haven't watched a movie at home in a while. Um, the last few movies that we did see, we did go to the movie theater to see Black Panther and The Woman King and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun to watch them there on the big screen. Yeah. But yeah, I can always watch them at home too. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Do you really laugh out loud when you write LOL in text messages? Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like cracking up, and sometimes I'm like, "That was funny," but I'm not really laughing for real. Yeah, so, sometimes stuff be funny, but I'd be like, "It's funny," but it like it's not like a, you know, <laughs> like a belly laugh, right? Or, or laugh at all, right? It's like a smile. Yeah, I think if I feel like if the person is okay, same, but I feel like sometimes if the person is trying to attend it as a joke, I will put laugh not loud out of courtesy. Like, mm-hmm. even if I'm not laughing or smiling or I'm just staring at it like, this is so dumb. <laughs> or like, you know, like sometimes I will give a courtesy laughing out loud. Well, that's going to say, I put LOL sometimes, not in response to people. Sometimes I put LOL because I'm like laughing to myself when I send the message because I think what I said was funny. <laughs> I put LOL LOL after my statement a lot of times. I'm like, that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) True. That's true. I do that too. So that's what I do a lot. So a lot of my LOLs are for me, not for the other person. (laughs) (laughs) So you you like, you don't care if they laughing. No, I'm like, this is whatever I say. You know, look at our text message. If I have like, yes, LOL, because I'm like agreeing with you, I might, that means I'm laughing at what you said. But if I make a long statement, put LOL behind it, I think what I said was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll make sure I'll look out for that next time. (laughs) I'm like, oh, she was really thought this was funny. I did. And you might be like, girl, that's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. It'd be funny. Yeah, you can make me laugh. There are good. <laughs> there are some friends that can't make me laugh, but I that's them, that's hard to believe. They I get them some courtesy laughing out loud. <laughs> I only have like one. <laughs> you will remain nameless. Yeah, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but most times, yeah, most of my friends can make me laugh, or sometimes, um. They're not really funny, but like if they're really dry, like sometimes like dry jokes are funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes like my mom, she don't really tell jokes. She just is funny. Just her <laughs> herself. But mm-hmm. she doesn't text because Lord have mercy. She texts with all the pineapples and oh my goodness. oranges. And anyway, she might listen to this. I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's all funny games, mama. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, question number three. Would you rather wear sweatpants every day for the rest of your life or never wear sweatpants again? Uh, Sweatpants every day for the rest of my life because I love comfortable pants. Really? 
Yeah. I mean, I really just um sweat okay, wait, sweatpants. I don't really wear sweatpants. Let me pause on that. <laughs> I like <laughs> when I think of sweatpants, I think about the elastic around the bottom. Like I'm not wearing those. I just like yoga pants and workout pants. Mm. So I can do those. But no, no sweatpants. No, I can get rid of I mean I don't even have any, so no. Mm-hmm. But like you could wear those yoga pants every day. I kind of do now, unless I'm going on a date or like somewhere important. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I love them. I had some on today. Man, gave us outside running. I had those on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's cute. Um, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, no, I would rather never wear them again because for one, I do have a couple pair of sweat. I guess you could kind of consider them sweatpants. And they got elastic around the bottom. Uh, this it's not like the. I don't know. Anyway, like joggers. Joggers Like joggers. I like joggers. Is joggers considered sweatpants too? Right. I guess, but they're fashionable though. I feel like joggers are considered sweatpants. So I have a couple pair of joggers. Um. But I feel like I could even give up the joggers because number one, I'm a tights type of girl. Um, that mm-hmm. I do, I'm like you with your yoga pants. Like I could wear tights every day, mm-hmm. and I feel like I could not imagine not even wearing tights every day. Like I couldn't imagine like never wearing a dress again. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I like <laughs> a nice dress, like a fitted dress. I <laughs> love me a little nice dress, honey. Yes. So I need to be able to wear my dresses when I go out on dates. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're they're few and far in between, but I still want to be with <laughs> Girl, mine too, honey. I got a man saying, right here. <laughs> Life. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Would you rather have a driver to take you everywhere or a private chef who makes all of your meals? Chef. No question, at chef. I don't, <laughs> I can drive myself. But what you can do is make me some good meals. <laughs> <laughs> I'll handle the driving. I get. I don't really like other people driving me around anyway. So really, no, no I don't. Because some people drive too fast. Or some people drive like they ain't paying attention. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I, I got that. But you can cook for me though. Okay. Yeah, I definitely would choose the chef as well. Because, like, you might want to. Somebody might starve. They waiting on me to cook. So, <laughs> yeah, you, I definitely go take. Come on, chef. But I wouldn't mind a driver either. Mm-mm. Like, I really wouldn't mind a driver either because, like, I don't mind somebody driving me around. Like, I don't mind like laying back. It depends on who the person is driving. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to first feel comfortable with you in order mm-hmm. for me to close my eyes and relax. Because most times I'm up looking, make sure yeah. you're looking. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, a- I don't mind it. I don't. But like I said, I can drive myself if you come on and get in this kitchen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That takes the stress away right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right. Question number five. Last question of the night. We go <laughs> close up our topic of today. Uh, what would you want to be remembered by? just me being a good kind person mm-hmm. uh, I try to be really kind and, and giving and just try to make people's day I'm, I'm not a people pleaser however I do I try to smile and just give 
just positive vibes. That's what I want to be remembered for. Just being somebody when you see me, you know, it's going to be good energy, good vibes, and I'm I'm kind. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I would definitely would want to be remembered by. I think I've said this a few times in past previous episodes. I would want to be remembered by how well I love others, mm-hmm. and I definitely try to make it my goal to impact somebody's life right so like whether I come in your life for a reason or for a season I definitely will want somebody to be changed because they have known me right so I remember like a couple years back I remember this one lady was saying like oh like she felt like she you know, she was happily married at the time, but she was like, she felt like she had made an impact in all her ex-boyfriend lives and that they would never be the same because they met her. And I was just like, I felt like it was a bold statement for her to say. She was standing in front of her husband and she wasn't necessarily being cocky, but she was just saying like, she just know like there would never be another her mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? That is true. Yeah. And so I try to be intentional in my relationships and I try to be like you know what whether a relationship lasts for another 50 years or just another five minutes hopefully I have did or said or whatever it was did an act of kindness for them and they could be like you know what because of this now I'm forever changed yeah that's good so yeah that is definitely something I would like to be remembered by is how well I love people and I would love for them to change because they know me. Rather, it doesn't have to be a big drastic change, but change. Yeah, change for the better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yepers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, thank you guys. For listening all the way to the end. Thank you guys for rocking with us no matter what. Because I know sometimes the audio don't be the best. And we are working on that. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are really working on that. But thank you guys for sticking with us. And we're going to stick with you. All right. So can you please tell them how they can find us on IG and your website in case they wanted to look into getting a policy with you? Yes. So our Instagram and TikTok is podcast. Hold on. Sorry. That's our email. Hold on. Our Instagram and TikTok is P-I-L-A pot. Wait. What is wrong with me today? T-L-A. Yeah, we record these things late at night after we have long days. Okay. Yes, we do. So T L I A podcast. T L I A podcast. Follow your girl on Instagram and TikTok. We're gonna put some more TikToks out too, y'all. Mm-hmm. And then my business website is Wiseman, which is my last name, W I S E M A N Elite Solutions.com. That is my website. So you all feel free to send, um, go on there and look around or send us a message on Instagram or TikTok if you need any, uh, if you need me to write it down, I will send you a message back. Yep. All right. And so we definitely want you to share this episode or any of the episodes 
with a friend or two because when you share you add value oh and also you can leave a five-star review and yeah. also a comment so yeah. more people will be able to see the podcast yes have a good day night whatever you're listening to this yep and we'll see y'all next thursday bye bye